Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Canteen and Corner podcast. I'm your host, Adam, here with my co-hosts, Cody and Nick. As always, we are at full capacity, so grab yourself a beverage, grab yourself a comfortable seat, get relaxed. We are getting into another episode here. As always, this episode is sponsored by Rep Sports, the proud owner of the Raise Energy Drinks as well as other products. If you use our code at checkout, which is Cantina Corner, It'll save you 15% off anything that you order from them, whether it's bulk, individual items, whatever. Definitely use that code, take advantage, and check out their stuff. Today, we are getting into um, kind of, I don't know if any of you experienced this, but we're kind of going to get into some of the internet outages that happened recently, as well as a couple of things that I uh, want to bring to these guys' attention if they don't know um, that kind of tie into that. Um, so buckle up and let's get into it. What's up, guys? What's up? Not much, dude. It's been a busy day. Busy, busy. Yeah. Not it's been a, a long busy week. week, honestly. It's been a long week. It's been a long week already. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we're getting into the internet outages. I know we were kind of texting back and forth when this was happening, uh, because we were trying to discuss what we're gonna get into for today's episode. Um what got you interested in wanting to talk about this? Because I know Nick, you were you were really, really you had some thoughts on this and, and I wanted to pick your brain. And I figure if if you're comfortable with it, you want to lead this off because you're the one that kind of was like, I got some opinions or whatever. No. no, I got something no. to say. <laughs> no, it was more. It wasn't theories about cyber attacks. I, it was. It kind of stemmed from that. Just thoughts from that. Okay. I didn't. I didn't really know a whole lot about the cyber attacks. To be honest, I knew some about the meat packing plant was like week ago or some crap like that. And then obviously the uh, oil pipeline that was uh, like a month ago or so yep. now, something like back in May. <clears throat> and then I was looking today when you guys were talking about. It, I was like, oh, and I seen. I guess was it yesterday morning. Amazon and a bunch of other services were like just completely offline for a little bit in the morning or some shit. Like basically the internet was down or some something. I don't know. That I guess yeah. was reading a glitch. But then that just got me thinking about a lot of things and stuff we've talked about in the last couple podcasts. And I just was like, that's more what I was talking about. So we could go with the cyber attacks first. So you can get into kind of the details of it. And then okay. we can just discuss off that afterwards. We can just come back to whatever, you know, what I was thinking with it. Okay. Um, well, I'll lead it off then uh, with uh, what I was kind of doing some research today um, with what happened with the internet outages. Uh, basically, if, if anyone's not up to speed or you don't know what's going on with that, because they kind of fixed it pretty quickly from what from what it seems, because I, I didn't notice any outages or anything. I didn't um, either. And I, I really thought I would have, like, after you guys said something, I was looking at stuff today, being the work that I do is like, it's like internet is extremely important. Didn't even hear anything about it at work yesterday either. It was weird. I really thought I would have. Yeah, and I, and I think this might be why, because um, a lot of this from what I'm reading on CNET, uh, CNET.com, uh, they were stating that uh, a lot of this was tied to a specific, uh, what, what do they call it here? Um, it's a company called Fastly that basically does uh, what they consider here. Um, well, let me just read you the article, the, the, the heading of the article. It says, Fastly Internet Outage Explained How One Customer Broke Amazon Reddit and Half the Web. Uh, it states that the internet was brought to its knees by a massive outage on Tuesday, uh, this past Tuesday, which was yesterday. Um, now we know exactly what the cause was and how the problem was fixed. So basically it states that uh, Tuesday will be remembered as the data internet broke before swiftly being fixed again. Early in the morning, websites including Amazon, Reddit, Spotify, eBay, Twitch, Pinterest, and unfortunately CNET went offline due to a major, major outage at a service called Fastly. Um, everywhere you look, there was like 503 errors, people complaining about internet outages, yada, yada. Um, and what Fastly basically is, uh, from what they state here, is Fastly is a cloud computing service provider headquartered in San Francisco, no surprise, that's been around since 2011. Uh, in 2017, it launched a edge cloud platform designed to bring websites closer to people who use them. So basically, effectively, what that means is that they were giving you access to a website hosted in another country. It will store some of the website closer to you so that there's no need to waste bandwidth by going to fetch all the website's content from far away every time that you need it. So it's almost like preloading that stuff stored at like a hub here within the U.S. from San Francisco. Well, basically what had happened from what they're stating, uh, it says that uh, I'm trying to find the exact statement because there's a lot that they had in here. Uh, it says that we know that Tuesday's internet outage was caused by a service configuration change by one of Fastly's customers that triggered a bug that was hidden in Fastly's network. The bug had been lying dormant since the software update deployment by Fastly on May 6th. So whatever this configuration change was that this <coughs> customer did, 
effectively activated that bug in that software update that they did and just shut everything down. And they went in there and they fixed it pretty fast, but it like crippled the entire fucking network. And like 85% of their users. Customer. Yeah. There was no customer. It was China. Let's be real. We already seen articles last week or the week before whatever about China threatening nuclear war over the whole COVID thing. And it's, I mean, we've been at China's throat since Trump got in office. Yeah, He was one of the first people to really start going after China. I think it was just China just, you know, doing a cyber attack, seeing what they could bring down in the U.S. So they don't, they don't really do – we're not really in a hot war with them, like boots on the ground type, like, fight. It's been more of, like, a, almost like more advanced warfare, if you want to call it or whatever. Bioweapons. More like – well, some of that, yeah. But, like, uh, you know, cyber attacks, stuff like that. Um, the whole fentanyl and opioid crisis, we got a lot of the fentanyl coming in as Chinese fentanyl coming in through the southern border. They got partnerships with a bunch of the cartels down there to bring that in. So they've been fighting kind of a different, an unconventional war against America to try and, you know, just do what you usually do in a war. And that's just, you know, destabilize your opponent, demoralize them and stuff like that. I think it was China all the way, honestly. I mean, it's not too far-fetched, obviously, from what you stated and what we've seen in the past. And also, when you look at a service like this that is basically pre-downloading data from another country's website, servers, whatever, so that we have it just, like, sitting there so when someone accesses it, it could be quicker. It's like, who's to say that there's not something fishy going on where they're, like, preloading problems so that they're just dormant and waiting when they say it's a dormant bug that's been there. It's like, well, it could have been anything, you know, who's to say they're not sending it over there. So it's almost like sending a virus that's just sitting there waiting like a fucking trap or a mine, you know, like it ain't doing nothing until you activate it. And then all of a sudden all hell breaks loose, which is basically what happened. So it just, it seems weird. And I mean, I understand what the service could be, you know, edge cloud, whatever the fuck they want to call it, all the fancy words and shit. But it's like they're trying to make things faster, but at the same time, you're you're causing more open-ended possible problems. You know, we're we're relying too much on <clears throat> cloud and and servers, and and I know a lot of people are confused, like what the cloud is, and they've made fun of it in movies before. Like, you know, no one knows what the cloud is. It's mysterious. It's this like magical thing, and it's like it's just a server sitting in a room somewhere. Like, it's yeah. not this like when someone says, "Oh, I sent it up in the cloud." Like, it's not fucking going up into you know, some random area. Like it's, it's a server like anything else. They just put a fancy word to it and called it the cloud. Like, so they could sell it. It's funny when you said where it was based in San Francisco and you're like, of course, I just thought it was like, no wonder there's so many homeless people. San Francisco is probably just a city of servers. Honestly, Silicon Valley is literally a city of servers. Yeah. It's like, there's no wonder there's a homeless problem. They won't let them fucking stay inside with the servers. (laughs) Which would make sense too, because those server rooms are kept ice cold so in california it'd be nice and comfortable for them mm-hmm. be real nice they should honestly pay them to maintain those servers mop the floors clean up you know it helps. they out. could do that yeah but they probably got robots to do that shit that's true that's true and then they got robots they, and... i think about that a lot we talk about how the military's got like you know definitely a couple years of like advanced technology on us you got to think silicon valley itself too has got to be like definitely more advanced than the rest of the u.s too they probably got retarded shit like that oh they do and and, i mean they keep coming up with new stuff like this i mean this company's only been around since 2011 you know and and this this problem that they had occurred like kind of started when they launched that specific edge cloud platform in 2017 so i mean this shit's fairly new like it's only what four years four years old three four years old you should just out of curiosity uh how much money have they gotten from the government Fastly? Yeah, since they've been around. Uh, let me look that up. I'm sure they've got some. I'm sure they're still a private company. You think it is a CIA hack? I could almost see that. There's been too many hacks in the last month, dude. It's weird. There's something going on. That's why, I I mean, I could definitely see CIA. We've heard John Brennan come out and talk about that he, he loves using hacks it. like this for doing stuff. For whatever black book operations the cia needs the best cover story is a hack all the time so we know they do that i i lean more towards china just because of the type of warfare we've been in with them for a long like long time i could see china trump but but i mean honestly it's but they can do it china can do that I, i understand i'm just saying it's if if you know i mean after the first one there should be signs that 
point to China. There should it be. Shouldn't, we shouldn't be four hacks in. No, but they're also not going to come out in the news and say it was China at all. I they're agree, not going but you to, think because that would be they given... would start defending themselves. You would think, but it's also the government we're talking about that is highly incompetent. Here's, here's why I'm... I, Honestly, I think our government is corrupted by the Chinese government already, but... I do believe that, too, yes. I think certain sects of it, because we've seen under Trump how, like, how many different factions there could even be within the government, yeah. where some of them will back them only so far, but they won't go as far as Democrats were and bash them and stuff. Yeah. So I definitely think there is key elements of our government that for sure are corrupted by China. And I could see the intelligence agency being a great sp spot to start. But my thing was that kind of pushed me in that direction was originally the gas line hack. And supposedly, you know, the DOJ came out and said, oh, we recovered the $4.4 million in cryptocurrency that dark side was, you know, took as ransom. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make any sense to me. Dark side had came out almost immediately. did not take credit for this. And whoever, I don't, know, I don't know if it was a guy or a girl, they supposedly made a statement that said, we don't harm normal people. Our, our thing is, you know, we harm governments and stuff. Yeah. So they're not in the, the, how did that hurt the government at all to close down that pipeline? And just, you're going to ask for $4.4 million in Bitcoin? That's really weird to me too. Yeah. And then the U.S. government recovers it because if you're smart enough to hack something, you're smart enough to know that Bitcoin, it goes, it, you have like a, a crypto wallet. So it's easy to track like where the Bitcoin is going from place to place. So if you take that as a ransom, your crypto wallet is going to have that stamp on it that it's, there's 4.4, like the government's just like, oh, yep, there it is. We're just going to get that back. If you're a hacker, I just feel like that's way too, like you are way more sophisticated to think, pay us in something that we know you'll be able to track and get back. To me, that doesn't make any sense. Maybe it's some type of joint operation. They got payment for letting letting something be hacked. So then that way too, it's, it's not money that's coming out of the taxpayer budget that they pass every year. Yeah. And the fact that it was crypto, that's just weird. That's weird. It is weird. <clears throat> it's real weird to me. It's, it's a, extremely, I don't know. I don't know what to think of it. I don't know, but to go with what you were talking about, if they had any government funding or anything like that, the only thing that I've seen just obviously from this two minutes of uh, looking it up, um, the last article, the most recent article that I can find with it, at least when it comes to funding um, is that back in 2013, they received uh, about $10 million <laughs> from a, it says fastly closes $10 million series B round from August Capital to extend global presence of real-time content delivery network. Now, August Capital, when I look them up, it says that Menlo Park, California, U.S., August Capital, legally August Capital Master Management Company, LLC, is a venture, cap venture capital firm founded by David Marquette and John Johnston in 1995. Now, David Marquette was a co-founder of Venture Capital from August Capital in 1995, and he has served more than 35 boards of directors during his 40-year venture capital career, including Microsoft, Sun Microsystems, Seagate, Adeptech, and Grand Junction Networks. So that's that's the only. So he probably knows some government people in his time with Microsoft. Yeah, if he's worked, I mean, with all those companies, Seagate, Microsoft, all that, at, at some point, if he was 35 different boards of directors for all mm -hmm. these multiple companies, he's at some point probably. Well, yeah. That's the only funding that I've come I mean, across. We know Google was funded by CIA. So, DARPA. Yeah, I mean, it could have just yeah. been, hey, start up this it's, company. We're going to make all these other big, like, it's just weird that all those other big ass name like corporations online use them they've only been around that long and in, yeah. within two years they had 10 million dollars getting sent i don't know maybe that is just what it is uh they they staged it themselves and the ransom was money that they got they extracted from them again just extorted so that way they could use it for off the book operations yeah i mean, I mean we we literally seen the cia do this in the 80s with crack <laughs> Yeah, and literally, the, uh, it's the same, the, same type what, of thing. What you fucking call them, the people um, that they were selling it to. 
I can't remember their names right now, down in Nicaragua. Was it Sandinistas? Oh, the Contras? Or the Contras. Or no, that's who they were. Uh, or the Iran Contras, where they were selling the weapons to them yeah, or something. Yeah, for the basically the same shit. Yeah, the same, <laughs> I mean, same selling, operation. <laughs> our government's selling weapons to fucking Iran, and then they're selling drugs or ha- hoping them ship the drugs to L.A. and all that. Yeah, no, th- this is interesting. I'm, I'm reading more into this article about their funding. Um, basically, the, their company falls under what they call a, a CDN, which is basically a content delivery network, um, which is kind of like, you know, if you were looking at anything that would push out content, right. or, you know, things that fund, you know, move Facebook and all that different stuff. Um, and so it says, and, and it's interesting that 2017 is when they created what they created as that cloud edge or that edge cloud platform that just failed. Um it says right here that research firm market markets and markets po- predicts that global CDN space will grow to 7.4 billion by 2017, which is the same year that they created this edge cloud platform. Um, and it, and it's just it's interesting that like they're like oh the market's gonna boom like this and then that's when they make it. So they're saying by 2017 it's gonna boom up to 7.4 billion, and that's when they design this and. And it goes on to say that, um, what is it? I lost track of what I was going into. Honestly, it don't matter. Yeah, it's it's just all about like the web and mobile and making things uh, like really fast and, 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 you know, caching things and basically like being like the thing that's going to make like the internet better and how we like go about it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's the same just, thing a lot of companies claim. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. Um. But I mean, the internet is such a fickle thing, like with what, like how it's just like all of a sudden gone and then it comes back. Like last year alone in 2020, when I was doing research on this, the internet had outages on a massive scale, 213 times. Now, if you think, okay, that's whatever, like internet has problems, you know, it is what it is, but on a massive scale that many times in the same year that we're having an election. Oh, so is that just in the U.S.? The US, US, US and globally. Combined. Oh, that's, that's not too bad globally, then, honestly. But I thought the, maybe if because when you said the elections, then I was thinking maybe, oh, if that's in the US, then that is a lot of times for one country. But if I'm not mistaken, I, times globally, I don't feel like that's insane. It kind of feels like a, not a terrible number if you're talking globally. I'm trying to yeah, find... think to the infrastructure it takes to like for the internet. Yeah, but I mean, even still, I mean, if if you were probably to break down like when it went out as opposed to like what was going on at the time, well, it would maybe probably those times. And yeah, that'd be it. Definitely be it shed a little more light on just what was going on. Because it always seems funny. And, and but do I you have be, that right now? Whip no, it out. I, I was trying to find it. I was trying to find it. But I mean, think about it. Every time that like there's been an issue, I mean, we look at it today when we're, when we're looking at censorship and stuff like that, and that that's minor compared to an actual outage. I, I understand that. When I'm making this point, but it's it's the fact of like we see it happening when it comes to that. So how is it out of the realm of possibility that they're not just like instead of trying to make it so obvious of what they're trying to hide, they just do massive blackouts, whether it's a short period of time, big period of time. I mean, 213 times, I guarantee you more than probably. And this is my own opinion. 70 percent of that was probably during a time where something was going on in the Internet. It wasn't just random. I can see that, yeah. I mean, yeah. there's never you could you can connect a lot. There's never like it's just a coincidence. Like, th- like, give me a fucking break. It's not science, no, dude. I'm not giving you a Kit Kat bar. Um, <laughs> I would love a Kit Kat. Can you look up? I forget exactly what this person said, but they were part of the war. I think it was the president of the war WEF, the World Economic Forum, and he said that. I'm pretty sure this was, I don't remember the exact date, but he said something that like we should be expecting a crisis worse than COVID. Oh yeah. I've heard that before. Yeah. I mean, he said this recently too. It makes me think of the fucking, he said it it was going to have economic and social impact and shit like that. Like I just don't know. That's a huge statement to make a year, not even a year after we're just shortly after recovering from COVID. Uh, the hell of a statement to make yeah Uh, it it says remarks at the world economic forum davos 2021 was that is that what it's referring to read them 
Um, either that or maybe a year or two before. Well, no, if it was COVID, sorry, my bad. Yeah, it was this. It was this year. Twenty twenty. It was this year. It was like right around the the cyber attacks. That's why I just I don't know if there's a correlation. Davos. Maybe we're getting Davos. They're trying to prepare us for something. Well, shit. You know, there's the Great Reset theory. I mean, I have become more and more inclined. Well, that's not even a theory. It's not even a theory. It's a real thing. They openly talk about it. And then I understand. This is where I'm talking about a lot of my actually being put into oh no put into play right now. So this goes into what I was thinking earlier when I was texting you guys. I when we were talking about this texting, and then I started thinking about a lot of other things. You look at what's going on now. So they had COVID. So in that in that um the reset the great reset right they say that by what is the year 2025 or some Something shit like, like real soon that you're gonna own nothing and you're gonna like it basically like if they put they dress it up a little bit better than that but essentially <clears throat> yeah you're gonna own nothing basically is what they're telling you so you look at the things that have been going on <clears throat> we had last year the government forced a ton of businesses to shut down they didn't shut down because of covid they were forced to shut down they shut down because of COVID, they would have ended up making, being able to make their own decisions. So we know that's not the case. We know that Biden, or sorry, even this would have been last year while Trump was in there too. He had people in his cabinet and just people in the government that are, you know, buddy-buddy with these people that are at the World Economic Forum and all that shit like this that are in these big rich elite groups that set this agenda and all that. So you had last year, they, displ- they just took work away from tons and tons of thousands, tons of thousands of people. Now you see this year... Those people still haven't been able to get their jobs back. We see the job surplus, too, because they're paying more for unemployment or whatever right now. All that stupid crap that's gone on with labor shortage. Um, and now you look at the housing market is absolutely skyrocketing. It's ridiculous. But who's coming in and buying up a ton of the property right now? Investment firms and hedge funds and stuff like that. So not only did they take a bunch of workers and destroy their jobs and all that and their livelihoods, they're now making them an almost permanent renter class. Because the only people that are coming in and buying stuff up, because they're buying, there's just so many cash deals that are going on with these investment firms and hedge funds and big banks and all that, that are coming in that they're outbidding regular people. Some, I just seen a story today about people go, I forget what they bid on the house. It was somewhere between two to 400,000, somewhere in that range. An uh, investment firm came in and upped it a million dollars and just bought it right away with cash. They did that. It was like three or four separate occasions or some crap that happened like that. So you see with this great reset, that's exactly what it is. Make a permanent re- renter class just like that. It goes almost back to, uh, what was it, in medieval times, uh, serfdom and shit like that? Yeah. Which is almost like what it's going back to. And then also, my other part I was thinking of this, though, was too, is if there is an imminent war with China, the government also wanted to make sure they have a vast pool of people to just draft into the military should that something like that with China happen. And now they have that. That's oh, and there was, That's interesting there, was, there was also another thing I seen uh, today that the Pentagon told, <clears throat> I, did, I don't know if it was in the Department of Defense, whoever's in, in charge of making weaponry and all that stuff or contracting that out. I guess it would be Department of Defense. Yeah. Um, they told them that, basically stop making bombs for the middle east and they're going to start making armaments and bombs for the pacific now so i don't know too if that also means like they're gearing up in that way towards a war with china or something but they're definitely with stuff going on they're definitely preparing as if there's some type of possible war on the horizon with china but it's just a lot of this stuff that's like coming together it's like it's just a lot of interesting things to think about yeah it's fucking scary dude it is absolutely. I literally felt despair today watching yeah. some stuff on the news. I was just like, "What hope is there?" Like, there's I'd like I'm not fighting no fucking war against China. That's not my fight. These stupid government cucks want to fucking talk shit and give it to them or whatever because they're not. Let's be real, they're not going to come over here. There's not going to be no land invasion of the U.S. China's no. not that stupid. They're not going to spend the resources on it. No. They know almost so many fucking Americans are armed themselves that that's a huge deterrent that people don't really think about for any type of land invasion of the U.S. is the fact that so many Americans are armed themselves. It's just not going to happen. The logistics of it are going to be way too much. It's going to be way too costly. And again, that's why China wages this this unconventional war against us with opioids, the fentanyl, and all that. Then the cyber attacks and different things like Hollywood. that. And then the 
I was just going to say all the bribes and stuff that were going to these, edu- these universities and shit, the belt and road initiative and all yeah. that Hollywood, they got all these other ways to fuck with us. That's almost way more effective than a ground invasion would be of the U S because you see the polarization in our country of just people tearing each other apart for the dumbest fucking shit. Yeah. For the microaggressions, microaggressions, just all this stuff coming out over the, like the vaccination splits and all this shit. Like just, it, it's, it really is scary because of how much more effective it seems than a fucking ground invasion. would be. Yeah, it is. It is. It's crazy. I, I did hear, I heard something funny today. I think it was a TikTok. I don't know what, if it was from a TV show or something, but it was someone speaking and he said, all right, guys. And it was girls and guys. I want to say it was like a high school or something like that. And the one girl stopped. She's like, oh, sorry. Um, we're not all guys here. You know, I'm a, I'm a girl. And he, he's like, he's like, okay. <laughs> and she's like, well, that's a microaggression. And he's like, well, if it's a micro, if it's micro, then why is it a big deal? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's fucking hilarious <laughs> that that clip it was i've watched it like so many times that i've come across oh, it. you've seen it? it yeah it's amazing it's it's I, it was i don't know what tv show it was from but he was like doing like an undercover op or whatever like that and he was just like posing as a teacher to get information and he was like uh, he's like you said he said guys and she was like we're not all guys and the, the kid next to her was like yeah, that's a that's a um, misconception your your generation uses, you know, to to you know talk about all of us or whatever, misrepresenting gender. And he was like, no, the Webster's Dictionary of the of the definition of guys means more than two. So he's like, therefore, guys. And that's when he was like, oh, I'm gonna leave. And she's like, yeah, take your microaggressions with you. And it's just like, oh my god, yeah, that was good. You, you know, it is funny. I before that became a stupid thing of microaggressions. I did personally always think it was weird when I'd be talking to like a group of like it'd be mainly girls and I say, Hey guys, I would always think about that myself. Like, isn't there a better term for this? But then it just get now as I got older, it's like, wow, people actually took that way more seriously than I ever did. Like yeah. I just it was a thought in my head I was never gonna do nothing about and these people are getting pissed at people over it. Like it's like when you have get a life patches of Hulu at hand, dude. He's <clears throat> like, Line up, ladies <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> What is what's he say to you? He's like, oh, some hookers in my room. He's like, no, I'm good. He's like, shoot yourself, queer mate. <laughs> Listen up, crotch stain. <laughs> See, I just I I I hate that shit. I hate it so much. I and like like you were saying, like, you know, they they can divide us by getting under our skin and, and preying on our emotions and shit like that. But it's like I've said in other other episodes that we've done of this since we've started. When we've talked about America and different things, when people want to attack us, they can they can do it mentally and emotionally. But everyone knows the only thing that makes us a formidable force as a country is if you attack us on soil. We don't give a shit about what splits us, what our problems are, whatever. We come together and we put it right in your fucking asshole. Like <laughs> that's immediate. You go back to 9-11. We had diversity and all that crap back then. The minute we got attacked, everyone said, all right, we're going to put this on the back burner and we're going to go fuck them up. And then we'll come back and start yelling at each other again. And that's exactly what will happen. You know, that was also manipulation by the government. Even I was going to say, even though it was stuff that's come out after the fact, it was the only time in my lifetime that I could ever look back and be like, damn, everybody was on the same fucking page. Literally everybody you talk to manipulation or not. It was the only, like that type of stuff is what everyone comes together. And it's always sad. It has to be tragedy. Like if China or anything. Here's what I want you to understand. Yeah. Think about that in terms of starting a, a war with China. Sure, you, they can get you to be all on board for it 100%. For nothing. I mean, do you want to go to war with China? There's no reason for us. There's to. literally no reason. Let them be them. Let us yeah. be. Uh, if, there's literally no, know, for, no reason for war. I don't want to there go really to war. Isn't. That's not what I'm saying. I know it's not, but I'm saying you're like all like, oh, there's just a unity. Yeah, that's what they want you to think. But really, they're just getting you to do what they want to do. That that's that's my military brainwashing, man. I know. All right, <laughs> I'm just I'm just putting. We're just all one you know. unit. Trust you me, know? dude. I was in I was in fucking elementary school when 9/11 happened. I was fucking. I didn't even understand what war was then. I, I was know. fucking ready to go, dude. I didn't even know what Arabs were, and I'm like, let's bomb the fuck out of them. I, let's get them. <laughs> like I had no fucking clue what was yeah, going on. I mean. We just talked about Team America the other day, the movie Team America. I mean, the way they portray fucking terrorists in that 
yeah, I mean, they're putting like a comedic spin on it, but that's literally how it was. Like that's how people yeah. acted around Arabs that were in the country. So yeah, it was. I mean, I'll not, I'll never forget when I was in basic because you know the the war that had started when I was a kid. I had signed up and it was still going, and the one know, that's still going now. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, that one. You know, the 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 never ending war. Um, but I, I will never forget, you know, drill sergeants and shit, they treat you like shit that, you know, they're, they're there to like, make you think like you hate them like the entire time. And I remember drill sergeant Chapman, I'll, ne- I'll never forget it. He had a, a moment of honesty where he actually like, talked to us as like men, men and women. Um, I was in an all male basic, so that's why I said men, but, uh, disclaimer. He- and he's not a misogynist. No, I'm not. <laughs> he's clear. Um, I'm just paraphrasing why I said men. Um, but he was, you know, just talked to us for a minute, had a real moment. And he was like, you know, he's like, all the shit we go through, this and that, it is for a reason. You know, it is what it is. But he's like, as much shit as we give you, he goes, I want you to remember something. He goes, you signed up and joined at a time of war. He goes, I respect the hell out of every single one of you for that. He goes, when I did, I there was no war. I just signed up because I wanted to. He's like, all of you signed up knowing that like you're probably gonna get sent over and you might die. Like, so he's like, I will respect you for that. And I remember when I heard that, I was like, I don't feel proud, but I also feel stupid. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those moments you're like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, like just remind you. So when you said like, do you want to go to war with China? Like it just threw that back in my head. I was like, I already made that decision. Kind of. Yeah. You know? But that's, that's perfect to, to the point. Yeah. I mean, they will yeah. get you to believe that. Yeah. world. It's I mean, think about how broken we are and you're right. I mean, going to war does unite people as fucked up as that is like yeah. all, all having a common enemy. And it's, I mean, it kind of, China is that. You know, China or Russia. I mean, it's always one or the other, you know. For some reason, it's never our own government. I know. No, it never is. I don't know when that mantra is actually going to snap. I am am curious. At some point, the shoe has to fall. I honestly don't know if we're ever going to see that in our lifetime. I don't either. I I don't think we would see that until we went to war with one of those two countries. I thought we were getting close with Trump. And here's why. Because Democrats finally started looking at the government in a light of like, oh, fuck them, because they were really, it was fuck Trump. But Republicans just shifted right onto Trump's cock, and they loved the fucking, it like switched for a minute. While it was good for him. While yeah, it was good for exactly. him. Exactly. But then, now and it's then right, that's back also, to, right back to where we were. But that's where, like, and I do think, so yeah, because like there is moments where I get hope, because I think of stuff like that. But then you think of like, think of like not Republicans in power, the idiots that are elected to like, yeah represent us but when you go to talk to actually people who claim to be republicans and stuff the within the party itself or the people that make up the party that vote for these idiots i think that thinking has changed and has become more critical of the government they're not like oh we're gonna back every war like they used to do with george bush they don't do that anymore yeah they look at all these things a little more critically so i do think there is part of that now there is the crazy ass ones that just you know yeah it doesn't matter whatever the fuck's going on they'll be they'll be stupid and blind to what their government does but it does give me hope sometimes that i do think there has been somewhat of awakening in people but i don't think i think it was killed off prematurely unfortunately you want to you want to hear a totally unrelated but kind of related story actually involves your father tonight at golf okay um (laughs) i hit i hit a shot and i was like i hit a drive and i went behind some trees but I could see where the green was. I could either just fucking blast it through these trees and hope for the best or just punch it out to the side. And your dad was literally like, well, I'd probably just hit it over here to the side because you're you're having a good round. And then I would, then I would play that shot. And he's like, but that's the conservative in me. And I was like, well, you just made my decision. Cause sometimes bill, you need a little liberalism. And he, he literally (laughs) looked at me. He was like, I'm not going to disagree with you. And I was like, wow, this is a total different bill. Than a few years yeah. ago, like I, total yeah. different. Total no, that, different. that's for sure. And My I dad made it through the trees. So. Just want to nice. say, I made it through the trees. <laughs> Go, yeah. but it's like unrelated, but to- like it is related in a way. No, because he is one of those people that kind of he he still kind of gets stuck in his ways in a in his a boat ride, it. no matter who. But he's he, woken but up, he, but he fights it. He, yes, he's definitely more aware of his biases now. Yeah. He's definitely more aware of it, and he does struggle with that, which is 
I don't know if it's going to get any better because he is older and he's more stuck in his ways, but you know what? I'll take somebody who yeah. has a problem with some of their own views. You should have pro- not necessarily have a problem with your own views, but you should always be critical of what you believe in. Always think about it and make sure that it still goes with what you actually believe in or if, or if you're just going with it with the crowd and compromising your principles. Yeah. And he is at least having that conflict within himself. I agree. Especially like, you know, if you're a Democrat and you give props to George Bush and then later on you just, you know, I mean, I know you it's, know who I'm talking about. That's a total inside insider information, it, but it's funny. Cause I brought that up this past weekend when we were over uh, my cousin's house. Yeah. Cause it was, it was good. I mean, we were talking, obviously me and her hang out without talking politics and all that. And it wasn't until the end of the night that something stupid was brought up, but she was still joking and stuff about it. You know, she's pretty, she's pretty lighthearted about it. She doesn't get too super serious and she can kind of, she will yeah. think about some you of the stuff, talk but to her about stuff. Yeah. But it was funny cause she was saying something and I, I can't even remember exactly what I said, but I just brought up something about George Bush and she just, she just laughed and she's like, I'm never going to hear the end of it. I was like, no, you're not. No. <laughs> To fill in the blanks, Adam, she's like a super, super liberal. Like thinks, oh, okay. thinks Biden wants the best for Americans. Like, yeah, she just that believes was, that the government wants the best for us. I know that is where she lost me somewhat. I'm like, if you think any of these people—Trump, Biden, Bush, Obama—want the best for us, you, I just feel like you're too far brainwashed. Then yeah. well, let, me, let me let me quote Doctor Evil. Right. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's like someone does that. You just look at me like, right. Okay. All right. Yep. <laughs> you live in a land of fantasy. I mean, I get it. It's a hard stigma to break if you're sucked into it. Well, yeah, because all these people have ever known is the state, too. It right. almost comes with that, like, how we talk about it's it's somewhat embarrassing. Humans have been around for as long as they haven't. We still have a need for government. And these people that think in kind of those thoughts and stuff, they can't necessarily imagine a world without the state. So that's why they do cling to that. And they can't really break that because if there were no state, I don't, I think that they think the world would be chaos and stuff like that, which I mean, yeah. I don't know, but it seems like it's chaos regardless. So I got- the, the, the difference being is that if you look at it from an evolutionary standpoint, as a people, as a human race, we had no government in the beginning and we brought ourselves to this point for a huge section of time where there was no government. It was just evolution, surviving, like, you know, evolving, doing all that government shit. Evolving. And, yep. and then, and then we created government. And then when that created, it became a crutch and then it became a fucking power and everything else. And then it was never going to fucking end after that point. Like the reason people think like, well, we need laws and we need rules and we need this and that. It's like, no, you don't. It, what you need is people to govern themselves. You need societies, yeah, all that stuff. Like that's that's what you need. And unfortunately, there are people who are not going to abide by that. We already have that even in a lawful, you know, constructive society. We've got people that don't abide the law. It's never going to not be there. So why do we still need people to tell us what to do? And and we still got those idiots running around. Like, it's always going to happen. So you can't tell me having them. And people are like, well, we wrote this law. Things are going to be better. No one has to listen to that shit. Right. (laughs) There you go. It's like, no, that's that's like the whole gun debate when they talk about, you know, well, we're going to ban guns and things will be better. It's like, okay, well, these fuckers aren't listening to the rules that there are already in there murdering people with weapons. How is that going to change? Australia already proved that to be wrong. So, so little juicy tidbit i didn't i'm gonna do some more research into it because i just ran across like a quick article on it it was a quick video that one district in california overturned their assault weapons ban nice in california yeah overturned the assault weapons ban yep so that's gonna be interesting how that goes i can't i don't remember the full details of it and all that and what exactly the the people were suing california and the ban over like what their specific standing was and all that but but that was good so far. That's solid. I have a, I have a question. Uh, yeah. I'm going to bring it back to the whole China war thing because it just came in my head. Has a president ever lost an election after going to war with someone, after declaring war with someone in their first term? Have they ever lost re-election? I'd actually have to go look at facts. I couldn't honestly answer that one way or the other. I'm trying Just to me think. personally, I don't. I don't, I don't think. I don't so. thi- the only one I can think is 
Because I think Woodrow Wilson was the president during all of World War One. Yeah, because he brought us in yeah. and finished it. So no, I don't think because Civil War. Maybe that's the end game, Lincoln, To get turn us into an uh, well, we already are an empire, but it, like empire and like full on form of government, like uh, well, by, maybe not like necessarily that, Biden but the emperor, saying... but like the form of government or something though. Like think, they just take away. It. Think about it. Trump runs in twenty twenty four, loses. He, there's no chance he runs in his 80s. No. no. So, so it's over. You go to war, you get people like, oh, we, we got to stick with this administration. We just went to war with China. No, yeah. Typically maybe that do, could, just, maybe it could break down to being that simple. It could be. It really could be. It Absolutely. Could. And unfortunately, something like that would eradicate anything that bad's happened in the first four years because <laughs> that people wouldn't give a shit because they'd be focusing on that. Exactly. Yeah. And, it, and the only guy, the only president in the last, I don't know how long, to not start a war, only got one term. Mm-hmm. And got picked apart every single second of every day. That's still something that I find so odd that nobody questions is there is no fucking foreign policy debate at all. They totally skipped it out. And Americans were like, yeah, we're fine with just killing innocent people around the world. Take our tax money and do that. Like yeah. nobody fucking questions it. Back to normal, and especially, dude. especially Back Dems who were so anti-war under Bush and voted for Obama because of the whole anti-war bullshit. And then Obama ended up being just as bad as Bush. And they still like, and then they're so against war and the powers the government has under Trump. Well, listen, but they don't fucking question it. It listen, fucking annoys me. I don't care how many bombs he dropped, Obama. You want to know about peace price, dude? Oh yeah. <laughs> I dropped more I bombs than any other president in history up until his point. Wins Nobel Peace Prize. I don't understand it. That's uh, I just don't. It really fucking pisses me off so much it's it's just what we do as humans man we put the horse blinders on the things we don't want to see and we focus on what we care about that's all it is it's like you're that, a fucking adult you gotta like understand like cause and effect and shit and how that comes back to bite us in the ass yeah adult adults are just as childish man they're just as childish that's just like it's dude just, that's just like i mean i'm not gonna say their name but you know i i, I got i used to get in debates on facebook all the time with certain people yeah. But I literally, with the Yemen thing, I was agreeing with this person, giving Trump shit for it, because he kept it going, the Yemen genocide. But then I also stated, we have to blame Obama and Bush, because, you know, Bush, it started under Bush. Obama just let it happen. Continued to placate and, the Saudis as Obama put And it. somehow that was me defending Trump. Yeah, they put their blinders on to everything else. Because yep. I wasn't just solely blaming Trump. Even though I did blame him, he's part of it. But so Dude, are the other two. Yeah, history starts and ends with Trump, apparently. And it's Biden's still... He claimed to have gotten rid of. Or he was going to end. I'm sorry, he said he was going to end it. And I, I don't see anything on it anymore. You know what's funny is... Uh... Since we're talking about how everything starts and ends with Trump, because that's people are still talking about him, even though he hasn't been in office. He's not even in office. Yeah. That my cousin tried to bring him up too, and I was just like, I'm not even talking about this dude. Like that was forever ago. There, the um, I think I'm pretty sure he's on CNN. Don Lemon, right? He's on CNN. Don Lemon, Lemon dude. Yeah. On, well, dude. he was, He was. I forgot what um other segment he was on, talking to another broadcaster, and he was basically like admitting he was basically admitting out loud and discussing he was like we need to stop talking about him we need to stop putting him in everything we discuss and this and that because that's the only way he's staying relevant even though he was eliminated from all these you know social media platforms and everything and then they they tagged after it they were like so he's saying all this and then there they showed with the dates attached to it they're like but on the last seven broadcasts he did he started every single one discussing Trump and he's discussing how we need to stop talking about him 2 days later when the entire seven broadcasts that's all he fucking started it with and it's like yeah what what are we doing well <laughs> i'm sorry dude that's a fucking crutch i mean at first yes i think that helped trump versus hillary him being literally the only politician in the news Literally, mm -hmm. if you turn on CNN or Fox, that's all you saw was Trump. So I think, it yes, at that point, it did help. At this point, it don't fucking matter. He's going to be relevant to his followers regardless. 
Oh, I know. I'm just saying them being hypocritical within themselves. Trying to say, we need to stop doing this, but then they keep doing it. Well, like, yeah, because it drives ratings. Yeah. So and anybody, just, anybody still watching corporate media is an idiot. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. If you're still watching corporate media, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> be watching us, damn it. <laughs> just kidding. Exactly. Just kidding. Tune in. We're fucking morons. No, but it really is like, I don't know. You just well, see the way things have gone. I just I don't know how people can still watch corporate media. Speaking of, since we're talking in the vein of governments and we started this off with internet, I have something else that I wanted to discuss that happened within the past couple of days that kind of tie both of those together. Drop it. Um, so I don't know if you guys know anything about this, about Nigeria banning Twitter. Did you guys hear nothing. anything about that? So in the past couple of days, this happened. Uh, Nigeria blocks Twitter after it deleted their president's post. So the president of Nigeria, um, I'm just going to read you a good chunk of the article to give you that, and then, okay. and then we'll discuss, and I'll get your thoughts. Uh, it says, Twitter has banned. Twitter has been banned in Nigeria after it deleted a post by the country's president, and the government announced the decision on Twitter. Twitter has been suspended indefinitely in the country. The Nigerian Federal Ministry of Information and Cultural and culture wrote in a Friday Twitter thread citing persistent use of the platform for activities that are capable of undermining Nigeria's corporate existence. It says that the ban came ban comes after Twitter deleted a Tuesday post by Nigerian President Muhammad. I'm, I'm going to butcher the fuck out of this. Muhammadu Buhari, in which he said he would treat those behave misbehaving today in the language they understand, interpreted as a threat of violence against a session secessionist or sessionist movement in the country yeah sessionist movement in the country twitter said said it wrong twice (laughs) (laughs) it's hard all right come on college Uh, boy twitter said the tweet violated its abusive behavior policy um so basically this was the tweet in its entirety this is what he said his full his full deleted tweet read many of those many of those misbehaving today are too young to be aware of the destruction and loss of lives that occurred during the Nigerian civil war. Those of us in the fields for 30 months who went through the war will treat them in the language they understand. And Twitter deleted that statement and just took it off of Facebook and actually um, suspended his account. So it was in a read only format for like 12 hours. And then after that happened, he went and banned it through the entire country, took down Twitter completely and also stated that if any person within the country of Nigeria tries to use a VPN or any outside way of rerouting so that they can get on Twitter, they will be persecuted. Well, that's far as fuck, but fuck Twitter as well. It, it's yeah. kind of, it's a double-edged sword with this whole thing, but I just, as far as like, we talked about censorship and internet getting shut down and like government get involved, but then social media platforms like taking down president tweets and then they were referring to Trump stuff getting taken down and then like trying to relate it to this when it comes to a president saying something and a social media is like, nope, nope. You know, it's like, it's, it's like everyone's just shutting each other down. We have big yeah, tax thrown in the world. Yeah. Be honest. I don't give a fuck. It's Nigeria's I, business. They can do what they want. I understand. Put I would on them because Twitter is garbage, but yeah, but I mean, it's it's like, I understand that that sounds like a threat, and I don't, I don't know the whole story. I don't know anything about the Nigerian Civil War. Wait, what like sounds like a threat? Anything. We don't know anything about the context of what he's talking about, specifically what he's talking about. Well, he was talking, basically, um, what it said in the one article I read was, um, I don't have it up here. I'll have to find it again, but... In essence, I guess there was certain groups that were making claims and attacks towards like police and government buildings in Nigeria. And so this is why he came out with the tweet saying like, well, this is the only language they understand. So that's what we're going to that's how we're going to express it back towards them. And then that that was a threat, even though these groups have been posting on Twitter about what they want to post about against Nigerian government and police and all this stuff. Their stuff hasn't been taken down. But the minute he says that. Well, if that's all they want, that's all they want to do, then we'll do it back. Twitter was like, no, no. So it's like the president can't say it. And again, I don't know the whole story, but these people in these groups can. So it, it goes to that whole one sidedness, whether it's in our country, another country, whatever. It's like one group, one people can say one thing. If the other group or other people say it, it's like they can do it, but they can't. And it's like, where, where, where do we get like the middle ground on that? There isn't. And, no, I understand, but I just 
Like it, you know, people think like it happens just here. It happens everywhere. And then obviously Trump's in heat now because he's talking, he came out in a statement after this happened and was saying that he wishes he would have done what the Nigerian president did when he was getting silenced and he would, he wished he would have shut down Twitter like he did when all that was happening to him when he was still in office. So now everyone's up in arms about that. Freaking yeah, well, out about that. Unfortunately, Trump didn't do fucking shit to help his followers, to help anybody. He just was worried about himself pretty much. Yep. He could have, yeah. he had all the momentum in the world to fix this shit while he was president. Cause there was a ton of, again, there were lefties getting uh, banned and all this stuff, but there was a lot of his followers that were, he didn't speak up about not one of them. No, he didn't do shit about it. And it was, he had so much momentum to do something and actually make some kind of change. I don't necessarily agree with an outright banning. Cause I don't think the government should also be in that business censorship, but at least he had, he had, I think, the political will to get something done to reform stuff, or at least get something started in that direction. Cut that their funding. Shit. Yeah. Cut their funding. Something as easy like that, but he he did he did jack shit. Yeah. He didn't pardon Assange, dude. He lost me there. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you look at any of this stuff, and this is what scares me when we talk about reset. When we talk about places like China, you know, who still live within communism. And, you know, how they silence and control everything. And it's like we're, we're starting to and I understand there's freedom of speech and there are some things that shouldn't be out there and we should deter so that it doesn't cause sites of violence or whatever. But we're starting to see that like inkling of like control when it comes to just anything, whether it's media, words, thoughts, whatever. We're starting to see that like eke in a little bit because of things like the Internet. And, then you know, we start talking about this at the beginning of this episode, you know, Internet getting shut down or whatever. We're starting to see that creep in. And it scares me, like, how far will it go before people have had enough of it? Like, I'll before... tell you what, if it's any indication of last year, it'll go quite far before yeah. people are fed up. People bent over last year and kept spreading their butt cheeks. And they're like, you need more? We'll keep spreading them back. Mike Concho, so baby. It... Oh, fuck yeah. I'll tell you what, that last year gave a lot of bad people good information. Yeah. On top of that, with COVID and, and shutdowns, I mean, you stack it all together, and it's it's a fucking scary thing. We keep yeah. talking reset. We keep talking control. I mean, it's, it's fucking crazy. Like I said, today I was just watching some shit, and I actually felt despair. I was like, there's just, there's like, just, <laughs> the future did not seem fun and happy at all. No. It reminded me of my picture on Twitch. Just, <laughs> just getting destroyed. Yeah. Well, what, what I find interesting or what I'm going to find interesting is when like, A, how long are they going to drag COVID conversations out? Because it's starting to get to that point where you, you can see it like becoming like a thing we still, you know, people need to worry about and talk about, but not as much as we do anymore. And with states opening up, like, you know, here in New Jersey, I mean, I, mean, I can go in anywhere without masks and all that shit. And I know other places that are like that. Yeah, it's, it's almost like, like that around here. The only place when, I got to really wear my mask anymore is at work, which is fucking stupid. Yeah, but it's like when when the COVID thing, how long are we going to talk about it, A, continuing, and B, when it's gone, what's going to be the narrative of what we discuss and figure out? Like, what's it going to go to next? Because we, the media and everybody and, and whatever, the world always clings on to one big thing, and then the rest is just, you know, trickling underneath. What's going to be the next big thing? Like, what, what do you think it would be? The cyber attacks. That maybe uh, China and Taiwan, they try and play that up. Yeah. I don't know. John Cena gets involved. Yeah. Which I'm on, I'm on the side now where it's like, I don't even give a shit if China takes Taiwan. Is it wrong? Probably. Taiwan should probably be their own country if they want to be their own country. I don't see a problem with that. But I just don't think it's something the U.S. should go to war over. There's no, there's no reason to. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I was just, I just had that thought today because I was like, okay, so last four years of the president, it was Trump and Russia, Trump and Russia, Trump and Russia, and then COVID hit and then it was COVID, 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 COVID. And I'm like, what's it going to go to next? Because there's always Gain the it. one thing. Yeah, there's always the I one do, thing. Yeah, but I do think that can be the big thing. I do have a nice tweet, nice information that was not picked up by any news source whatsoever. Actually, it was tweeted from Rand Paul the other day. The Cleveland Clinic <clears throat> did a study on COVID. Mm-hmm. Seen this. They did 52,238 employees that were unvaccinated. Or 
those, that amount of employees, but it showed that unvaccinated employees who did have COVID-19 previously had no difference in reinfection rate than the people who had COVID-19 and who took the vaccine. There you go. So if you, you know, had, had it, you shouldn't, you shouldn't need the vaccine. I had heard somewhere too, and I wanted to look this up to see, but I could totally see it being a thing. But you know how they say like, it's like so much percentage effective, like against COVID, like 85 or 90% more effective. Yeah. So I guess what they base that off of is your original immunization, like rate against the disease. So say it'd be like 85%. It only gives you like a 5% boost, but they'll claim it as a 90% like yeah. effective rate. And I like, I don't know for sure if that's true, but just because it's advertising and things like that and how we see corporations and how they're allowed to say like, things that they are in commercials and stretch the truth like that. I'm like, I can absolutely see that that's the truth. I'm pretty sure that is, that is true. Cause Pfizer, when it first came out, was at like 94%. And then mm -hmm. when Moderna came out, they went to, they were like 96 or some shit like that. Yep. And Pfizer went up and then Pfizer decided, Oh, well now ours is 96, you know? <laughs> and I forget the other fucking company that. They came out with a 75%. Yeah. It was like real low and nobody else. What the fuck yeah, was their name? There, it was Johnson and Johnson, or was no, it the, no, no. It was a different one. Something, me. something, Vizenica, something Enica. Astrazeneca. That's what it was. Astrazeneca. Yeah, yeah. yeah remember they like seventy or seventy-five percent. Pharma companies, dude. Come on. No, I don't, because I'm not in bed with them. They're not paying me, so I don't give a fuck who they are. <laughs> I wish I was in bed with them, dude. Oh. Yeah, I guess I'm one. Oh, I'll suck that dick. I'll suck that <laughs> dick all day. You want me to cradle those balls? <laughs> no, but yeah, I remember they, they, they came out third and it was like 75%. They just came limping into the game. Like, don't forget about me. <laughs> if you ain't got the money for the other two, we, we can give literally, you kids. <laughs> literally, that's what their, their vaccinated people look like. <laughs> Pretty much. Um. No, I just and still not a single one FDA approved. Nope, nope. I know but that uh, they're going to get authorization in the fall for kids. Actually, or... did you? They're already see... doing clinical studies. Did you five see... to eleven year olds? I forget. There was some doctor who was talking about how this vaccine is literally a poison, and there was something in it that makes girls sterile. Like there's some there's a drug in there that makes girls sterile. Or a high, very higher risk to be sterilized. Yeah, they're having that issue down in Brazil of a bunch of uh, yes. mothers and stuff like that right now with that issue. But there have been 4,000 people, which doesn't seem like a lot, but it, I mean, it is, that have died because of the vaccine. And he was saying, I forget, I think it was SARS. There was some other uh, outbreak that it had killed 58 people and the FDA mm -hmm. shut it down. Mm. They didn't allow the vaccine to be distributed anymore, but we've had 4,000 fucking people die from this one, but yep. Give people a million dollars if they get it. I want to know, uh, I want to know what company was doing that one with the 58 victims. Cause I doubt that they're greasing palms that much. Oh yeah. If they were, they would have been able to just keep that shit going. Yeah. It's funny that you made the comment, give the, give them a million dollars, a chance at a million dollars to get it because I know that we, I was telling you guys about the, um, the lottery that, uh, governor Newsom in California held. Yeah. And Nick was talking about the homeless people earlier uh, in today's episode and $111 million that was going to be given out to many different people for this lottery drawing, just for getting the vaccine. You got rampant homelessness in the goddamn state everywhere. Well, dude. You, and you can't spend that money to clean your streets and help these homeless no, people? They, no. They have no. like a billion dollars in funding for homeless people a year. You yeah, can look ridiculous. it up. California, it's like $900,000 billion dollars a year. It's ridiculous. And they don't do a jack shit with it. It's literally I understand, a but I'm just saying, if they come up with a reason where they're like, well, this is why we didn't do it. It's like, well, there's another $111 million I can count into it. Like, you're, you're showing me every possible reason. Like, that there's no reason this should be fucked up. Well, yeah, they control those people. So that's some of their voting block. It is. That's why they have those, uh, what are they called? Where you can just go in and they'll they'll literally give you heroin and give you drugs. 
Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Those uh, sites they set up for like watching. Yeah, they control people those people safely and all that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, they're getting drugs safer manner than they probably would be just doing it. Yeah, so they, I like, understand. I shit. understand the benefit of it, but it's literally just because they can control those people. Yeah, it's also why they want to lower the voting age. Kids that young skew more Democrat because they're stupid and they don't think through the issues and all that. They just think with their emotions purely. Not oh, saying yeah. thinking smart makes you conservative. Well, I'm school. just saying. That's it's school just, in general. Yeah. School. That's why they want lower voting age. I sent you that video of that teacher talking mm-hmm. to the board today. And she yeah. literally, she was like, you know, our system is skewed to make people, kids cheer for socialism by middle school. It's fucked yeah. up. You're taught that FDR pulled us out of the Great Depression. Yeah. When the fact of the matter was he passed the New Deal and still on the eve of World War II, we were still in terrible, terrible yeah. shape. That's why he let Pearl course, Harbor happen. He knew yeah. it was coming. He allowed it. And, and of course, unemployment will drop when you have that many people just go off to fight a war. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, of course, it's going to look good. Like He he did something for unemployment. Yeah, yeah he I, just shipped all them off to go die. That's another thing. I, I think I've talked to somebody about this. I want to know when we're going to get to a point where we can say FDR was a horrible president. He was awful. When can we get to that point? Because you were taught in school about how he was such a great man, such a great this, man. One of the biggest reasons, too, for like the uh, the Great Depression and stuff, or one of the one of the biggest, I know, apprehensions when he was running for president is, you know, the one thing everybody kept accusing him of was that he was going to come in and take all the gold and all this. And he kept saying on the campaign trail, no, he's not. But once he got into office, that's exactly what he did. He, yeah. I know I was reading somewhere that all contracts, so like say me and Cody had a contract where – he agrees to pay me either $150 or $150 worth of gold or whatever for whatever I just perform services or some shit. FDR made all private contracts like that illegal, illegal, and confiscated people's gold. He made people go in their yards and dig up their gold. He confiscated that shit, made all that shit illegal. That's why people weren't wanting to invest in shit because they didn't know what was going to be going on with the economy and all that when FDR was coming in. They knew you look at those Verona papers or Venona papers or whatever, and it talks about the deep communist infiltration of our government at that time and the people that FDR surrounded himself with. You could see why there was a lot of apprehension about him getting in there and just the things he did. And yeah, I would like to get to a point too where we can actually talk about it honestly. Yeah. Because it's pretty fucking stupid. It's fucked up. Good old Sorry, corruption. we just got on a little rant there about... No, you're good. I was, I was paying attention to it. I mean, it's just... A fucking cuck. The original cuck. Yeah. Dude. No, Actually, Abraham what... Lincoln's probably the... Abraham Lincoln, dude. <sighs> the only tough. reason we got into that war had nothing to do with slaves, dude. No. that You got a point, but Woodrow Wilson is really what kind of started the whole, like, America being up in everybody's fucking business all the time. Because, yes, Abraham Lincoln was awful, and he did expand the federal government, like, massively, but it was still just at home. Woodrow Wilson is the one who set the, he was the architect for us being up in everybody's business since World War One. Yeah. With the whole League of Nations and all that shit afterwards, he was that, like, yeah, it was, yeah, that fucking cuck. You want to talk about fascism, that's when it started under Woodrow Wilson. That is absolutely when it started. We've been fascist since then. You know what kills me is that word, as much as I've heard it in the past couple of years, like, just hearing it just makes me want to scream. I'm just, I'm tired of hearing fascism. Well, that's, I think that's why it's been used so much to just desensitize people to what yeah. fascism really is because yeah. quite frankly, the people that scream it don't really understand what the fuck it is. No. It's, I would they, love for those people, people to go back in time and live underneath Mussolini. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's just, if I could, if I can incite a couple words, it would be fascism, sexism, racism, um, there's, Nazis. I mean, I can go Nazis. I can go on a slew of other words. It's like they're used so, and I don't mean this in a political sense, but liberally, like the definition of liberally, oh, like they're just used so, effortlessly. Yeah, loosely and effortlessly. Yeah. That it's, you know, it's it's whatever. It's like when we used to say the word gay when we were talking about something stupid, like oh that's gay yeah. or dude, exactly. that's gay. Like exactly. it was just used so loosely, but everyone knew you weren't, you didn't mean gay as in gay, like you know, and but. Everyone just uses it like that, and uh, that shit's hard to keep up with. Or at least it used to. It was like yeah. first they wanted to be gay, then they wanted to be called queer, and then it was like I don't even know where they're at now. LGBTQ plus. No, yeah, I don't well, know. Now you I got mean. the stupid idiots, the younger generation of it. That's like 
pan sexual uh, just, or is it pan yeah they sexual? love yeah they love frying pans i don't know i you be whatever you want i'm just tired of everyone trying to shove it down each other's throats yeah and like I, nobody I, gives I, a fuck who you have sex with nobody cares yeah, literally Nicholas could fuck one of those guitars behind him i don't care Nobody no, gives a shit. Let them go. I don't. I don't care. But if I say something to somebody and they're like, "Well, no, I'm this," and you have to call me that, it's like I don't like. Sure call you live your live your life. Like, do we what you let want. you watch anime porn? Yeah. Don't <laughs> give a even, shit what you're into, dude. And I don't even do that, and I ain't gonna argue because I ain't that fucking sensitive. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't do that. You I've got dabbled. Benjamin Franklin behind you, dude. I don't believe you. <laughs> Yeah, that's where I keep all my anime porn money. <laughs> that man fucked everything in existence. <laughs> What's on your computer right now? What's on my computer? These? Counter, counterclockwise. Yeah, wind, show wind the jumps. people on video. Yep. There it is. There you go. There you go. Did you just pet her? <laughs> no, I held it. Uh, it looked like you were like... <laughs> I also have a 3D printed Millennium Falcon, okay? So I've, Falcon? Got, I've got some... Falcon. It's a falcon. It's not a falcon. It's a falcon. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Falcon. Same. Falcon punch. Same. Um. Think you- about this anymore because it's making me depressed, <laughs> angry. I'm just. I'm in a glass case of emotion. It's Fair bothering enough. me. I mean, it's really about all there is to it. Yeah. I mean, I'm still hopeful. At the end of the day, I am still hopeful because there's a lot of things that like somehow. Somehow, I'm hopeful. You have to be, because honestly, dude, if you're not every single day, you're going to... Life's going to be fucking miserable. And, like, I don't want to be... Even with all this bullshit going on, I don't want to fucking be miserable every day. Like, I got to have some gotta have some kind of hope. And I, I do think things could change for the better still. I they do could. think so. I think it's just going to be a tough process, really. It's just going to be a tough process. Just remember, Nick, freedom isn't free. It takes folks like no. you and me. <laughs> that buck 05. <laughs> You know, what would you do? (laughs) Fight for your freedom. Uh, It just takes a buck oh five, people. That's all it takes. Donate now, buck oh five. We're accepting donations. Two cents a day saves a starving American in California. (laughs) Jesus. While Gavin Newsom sits with his suit, smiling like, hey, we're doing the vaccine lottery. Vote for me again. I'm not giving away free money for re-election coming up soon. Eh, eh. Fucking cuck. Anyways, I'll end it there. GG's. GG's. GG's in the chat. (laughs) F in the chat. What would you do? (laughs) Now it's just stuck in my head. No, but uh, yeah, that'll do it for us. So let us know what you think uh, about the internet outages, the government discussion we had, the possible uh, post-COVID narrative, what you think is going to happen next in our crazy slew of next time on What the Fuck's Going On in America 2021 TV show. Um, It's not a bad title. A little long, but not bad. It's a working title. I like that. We're working through it. We'll we'll keep you posted. Long week, long title, dude. Oh, yeah. Long decade. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you made it to the end of the episode, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate it. Every, each and every one of you, as always, make sure that you uh, subscribe to the YouTube page, hit the bell notifications so that you know when these go live. Uh, check the Twitter, Facebook, Cantina Corner. You'll find us on all social media platforms. And uh, you have a great rest of your fucking week. We'll see you next time. Peace. See you.